welcome to Dating in the City, Season 6. We're the Conti sisters, matchmakers and co-founders of Matchmakers in the City, an old-school personal matchmaking firm headquartered here in Los Angeles, regularly featured on Access Hollywood, Forbes, Relevant Radio, and more. We've been celebrity matchmakers for 10 years, and now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey, you guys, and welcome to Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Pineda. And we're so excited to be back with you guys after, oh my gosh, such a long hiatus. Yes. Such another long and lengthy hiatus. But I will also say, Christina, that I feel like, yes, it's been because of you, but I also feel like it's been because of me as well. So I can't fully pin it on you, but how are the boys doing? They're doing great. The baby is almost four months now, which is actually really nice because he started almost every night sleeping through the night for about seven hours. (gasps) Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. It's shocking because... My firstborn was a big boy, and he oh, he was a big boy. He was a (laughs) big boy. I have tons of pictures on my Instagram. If you're a follower of my matchmaker, Christina Pineda, he was the chubbiest baby I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, a lot of people say that, and they've seen a lot of babies. Yeah, like. This one is a little bit easier to feed. Yeah. So that's been really nice and to have that. And yeah, we've been we've been doing well. How about you, Alessandra? Yeah, no, I've been doing great as well. It's just I feel like I've just been I, I feel Running like around today, from one carp red carpet to the next. One red carpet to the next. Just <laughs> one every red cap making. She makes every carpet red. <laughs> <laughs> is that someone's I don't know I just feel like that's like yours. a period commercial though um <laughs> no I mean yeah I just I feel like today so today is like the first day back from Memorial Day break and right. it's not a break though I did not have a break because I just filmed for basically the same thing as Good Morning America but for Australia mm-hmm. so um And I did that yesterday, which was so much fun. And I had the best time ever. And one of our uh, stars, They're Just Like Us stories is all about what I talked about on Good Morning Australia. But it's not even called Good Morning Australia. It's called The the Morning Show. Um, uh, The Morning... Hold on. Oh, my gosh. What is it called? Like, let me actually get you the name of it. Um, It's... uh, the morning show. Yeah. The morning show, the Australia, like morning show. But anyway, um, will you be posting that on your Instagram? Also yeah. I want to see it. Absolutely. I actually posted. So it's on my story right now, but I will do like a full post of, and I'll do like little clips and stuff. Um, but yeah, so I did that yesterday, which was beautiful, but also it, you know, it's like, it was like, the one day that I was going to have off in like three or four months because I've just been working. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to leave a little bit early on Friday so I can do a Burke Williams massage and I can't really listen. It's, I can't like aggressively complain. I just feel a bit, a bit, a bit, a little bit like everyone wants something from me right now. And I feel like I'm just, I'm just giving a lot. So I just, you know, I just want to like refocus, recenter, and it's just good to be in the office though today because I can actually compartmentalize everything. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, let's dive right in because we have so much to talk about in today's episode. Yes, let's move on to our first segment, which is stars. They're just like us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. Okay, so the first story is Vanderpump Rules once again. Um, but I just Scandaval is so prevalent. Scandaval? Yes, Scandaval. It's that's what they call Tom yeah. Sandoval. Yeah, this the Tom Sandoval Raquel Lewis scandal, like okay. Raquel Levis, Rachel, as you know, as most of us call her. Um mm-hmm. 
her name is Raquel, but she her name her name was Rachel, but she changed it to Raquel, much like Jamie and Jamee. Um, so yeah, oh. it's giving Jamee, like it's giving Jamee. Um, but anyway, and Christina, did I reveal in the last episode the Vanderpump Rules secret? No. <gasps> okay, well, I can finally reveal it because they've really? already, yeah, because they've all the episodes are out. So it's so sad, you guys. Mm. So this is probably one of the we're just yet another um, what is it called when we're a blank casualty. from scandal? Yes, that's the word. We're another casualty from Scandaval. Um, so um about in July, and this is you guys, this is breaking news. Um, in July, oh no, 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 not July, in September, in September, September, very early September. We were reached out to by the um, Vanderpump Rules uh, production, and they were like, "Hey, we, you know, we want to do, um, we want, we want a few of the cast members to work with, you know, a matchmaker." And we said, "Oh my gosh, that sounds great!" They're like, "We want it to though be like some kind of event um, where it's like a private matchmaking event." So what? I then, um, I, you know, not I, but yes, what we did at Matchmakers in the City, we partnered with um, what Cassidy, who actually was a guest on the podcast from Chaotic Singles, because Cassidy has been throwing these um, these chaotic singles events. And we don't really do events at matchmakers in the city. Like most of our clients are high profile. And even if they're not high profile, they're just very private and very confidential and they don't want to be on a reality show. Um, Mm -hmm. so I, when they reached out, I was like, yeah, we can totally do it, but we definitely would need a partner just for, you know, I can definitely provide like some of the all-star matches and some of like the real, you know, the, the, the more, you know, the the not that the other people weren't good because they were amazing like everybody was phenomenal that ended up going um but i wanted to partner with somebody because otherwise it just and you know you 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 understand i think the listeners understand yeah, it's just not busy. our yeah, yeah. we're freaking busy okay <laughs> i'm four three two be busy check my technique it's a beyonce song anyway okay. so we ended up um, creating this chaotic matchmaking event that we did. Um, and they filmed it for this season of Vanderpump Rules. And initially they were going to have a few cast members on it, but then it ended up just being Tom, not Sandoval, the other Tom. So there are two Toms, Tom Sandoval and Tom, um, oh my gosh, how am I? Like he, we follow each other because we ended up, like obviously connecting hold on tom ah tom let me look at my followers tom oh my god and he's like one of the most hated unfortunately men right now tom schwartz tom schwartz why is he hated alessandra he's hated right now because he essentially knew about the 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 affair and he was he's tom sandoval's best friend and he kind of like throughout the season he was making these very pointed comments about raquel and about tom that when you look back you're able to see like oh he knew that his best friend was sleeping with his girlfriend's best friend but he didn't say anything about it um so uh, tom schwartz in my opinion is a really sweet guy. And I think that he just hates drama and he just didn't, he, it wasn't his drama, but also I think that he could have handled it differently and had said to Tom, like to other Tom Sandoval, like, what are you doing, bro? Like come clean, talk to Ariana about that. So anyway, all that to say, we filmed this big event and we invited all of these beautiful fabulous influencers. We had um, one of the winners of The Amazing Race. She was there. She's amazing. We had another girl who was on Netflix's The Circle. She was great. These are all like my bachelorettes. We had another 
actress. We had like, we had just like really fabulous potential matches for Tom um, because these were my, you know, they were my matches for Tom. Um, And then we had also a lot of these chaotic singles guys um, that are amazing and lovely who are now bachelors with us. So it all ended up working out really well because I met some amazing bachelors and bachelorettes. Um, So some of our matchmakers were there too and exactly yeah we had three of our matchmakers there which was great and it was just a beautiful event like we don't do a lot of events we had the red carpet no but filming yeah filming was really fun um we we had a blast and tom schwartz is is a sweetheart i mean and then at the end we had them give um we it was like a very curated thing and we had them give these different champagne poppers to we had them give their champagne bottle to the person that they would like to pursue like seeing again so tom schwartz got a few of the girls champagne bottles so i i thought they would like follow you know the date the next date or something like that but obviously with scandaval it just got totally mm-hmm. cut and also Wait, so tom the girls gave the bottles the girls or? and the guys so you were so oh. the girls and the guys gave like the bottle to whoever they wanted to see again okay, I see, um I see. so just everybody gave their bottle and usually it was like to the same person like mm-hmm. you know if the, the a lot of the women kind of hung back for a second and just like waited to see which guy would give them their bottle and then they gave the bottle okay. to them but we wanted to give equal opportunity that you know just give the bottle to the person you want to see again um or or are interested in just getting to know better because maybe you had a great conversation and it didn't go long enough whatever but anyway so that is the breaking news we were supposed to be a part of the season hopefully when they release like deleted scenes or something we'll get a little we'll get a snippet of it because it was such an awesome event. Like it was in the heart of Hollywood and we worked so hard on it and production was incredible. And that was like one of the secrets that I wasn't allowed to talk about. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really, really fun. Um, but another casualty, freaking Sandoval, um, Scandoval casualty. But anyway, so the the news for today, in addition to that big, you know, release, press release right here, you heard it here first. Um, so the big news is that now Tom Sandoval and Raquel have broken up um, because Tom was also mm-hmm. spotted with this other woman and, uh, oh, shocker, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but then he was, um, then he was spotted talking on the phone with Raquel after the breakup. And it was a very staged kind of, he had, he was on a public flight. It wasn't like he was flying private or something. And on his phone, it was like Raquel Levis. Like it was, and he, it was kind of like tilted to people that were coming in. He was in first class, but, um, but yeah, just so like, obviously people are going to know that you're on a plane and take photos of it. So clearly it was some kind of like, he's working, he's working the media right now. Oh yeah. He's trying to make some money. Oh yeah. Bless. So anyway, in real life. Is the way you get him the way you lose him? That's a very true statement. And you can even look at other celebrity couples to see what happens. You can look at Miranda Lampert and that other country singer. Blake Shelton. Remember? Blake Shelton. Oh, mm-hmm. wait. Oh. Blake was married. They mm-hmm. met, fell in love, cheated, divorced his wife, I think. Now they Glenn. got married. Now Gwen Stefani with Blake. But you think he's you think Blake Shelton's gonna cheat on Gwen Stefani? I don't know. Who knows? But that is just an example. Him he Damn hot Robert. take, Christina, because he's a beloved, beloved celebrity man. Like you nobody speaks ill of Blake Shelton except yeah, for Christina Conti. Well, Pereira. I'm not speaking ill of him. I'm just saying no, that I know. is something that yeah. That happened, that it happened again mm. for Miranda Lampert. Yep. And yeah. then the next one 
is, let's see, who other, what other celebrities was I thinking of? I mean, countless celebrities with cheating things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, is there a little, there's so Austin just popped into the podcast, just FYI. Um, hey, Austin, what's up? We're kind of recording you, but... something. Um, but anyway, if you, if you guys hear a little, a little, a little, <laughs> a few <laughs> groans, a little expressive. Okay. But yeah, I mean, back to just the way you get him is the way you lose him. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely a big believer in that. And I think also just in normal non-celebrity couples, that's so important oh. to remember. And especially with Ariana and and Tom, you know, Ariana even said that so they just had the first um the first reunion last week. And um in that reunion, um, and also just in other interviews, Ariana, the way that Ariana started dating Tom, he was dating Katie. He was in a relationship with Katie and Ariana and Tom made out. Yep. So that was how he got, he went to, to Ariana. So, and she just thought though, and I think a lot of women kind of mistakenly think like, Oh, but this, our connection was so special. So, yeah, I mean, I think that, I think exactly, it's, a lot of women think that, oh, but this is, our connection is so strong. Yeah, I wanted to say something about that point, Alessandra, because in so many, just so much media that this whole love story of you, you meet someone, this is the perfect person for you, you have this incredible, amazing connection, in two hours you're married or sleeping together and it's your love forever. And I think that's what a lot of people are operating under the misconception of. So when, when they, if they're in a relationship and they have a connection with someone different and the connection is kind of faded in the first relationship, that could be what they're operating under. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I also think it's important to validate that, like, even if you're in a relationship you can still like it, it, you not that you can but it may just so happen that you find somebody attractive yes. that doesn't your human being that right. doesn't mean that oh okay my your relationship maybe it's you know it's not as passionate as it was in the first week or oh my you know maybe your communication hasn't been as great or whatever it is all because you're a human being and you happen to find somebody else attractive, that doesn't mean, okay, now let me abandon the commitment and the relationship that I'm in just for just to see what happens with this other relationship. Because as we see with Tom Sandoval, guess what? The same cycle is going to continuously happen. Yes, so commit just commit that's why these people that are cheaters it's like they can't get out of this cycle it's 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 an addi- it's like a cycle of addiction that that happens um right. and i think that they think oh but oh but blah, 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 and they 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 gaslight themselves into thinking like oh but this is my real soulmate because right. if i you know if i was with my soulmate i wouldn't feel this way i wouldn't be attracted to other people whatever no i mean it's it's a choice whether you act on that or not. And that's Alessandra. the choice that you make in a relationship. You want to be in a relationship, don't act on your, you know, animal, animal, you know, instincts. Amen, Alessandra. This is so <laughs> such good advice that people aren't really talking about. Yeah, exactly. Like, sorry, of course you're going to find somebody else attractive, but don't act on it. You may connect with somebody. Great. Don't put yourself in a temptation. That's a temptation. If you are in a relationship until you end the relationship, it's a temptation. If you want to end the relationship and go into that other relationship, go for it. But I'm here to tell you also when you do that, that the grass is not greener on the other side. Like it's just not, there's always going to be issues. There are going to be things that are lacking in the person that you leave for that your past partner had. And there are going to be things that your, that current, that next partner has that your person doesn't have currently. So the grass is always greener, Mm. obviously, unless you're being abused emotionally, emotionally, physically abused, or if they have an addiction like alcoholism or, you know, a narcotics issue, whatever. 
that's a different story. Then leave the relationship. But if you're in a relationship that just is kind of in a bit of a lull, kind of like what Tom and Ariana were going through after their nine year, you know, live in, you know, obviously you're in a lull. What do you expect? There's no, you hit a plateau. There's no goal. There's no anything. So yeah. Anyway, why don't we move on? So, um, oh, okay. Austin. <laughs> uh, okay. Austin, no speaking. Okay. Um, no we don't need, either. we don't need your opinion. Your prefrontal cortex has not yet been fully developed. That happens at age 25, which leads into the next <laughs> little topic. Much older celebrities with younger partners. Mm. So, Yesterday on um, the morning show in Australia, on the Australian morning show, where unfortunately Chris Lilly did not pop out, even though I was just wanting him to pop out so badly. Um, so I basically discussed, um, I discussed a bunch of different celebrity relationships and then also why it's so acceptable in Hollywood for older women, younger men, or younger women, older men, like that big age gap, specifically in Hollywood. Right. Um, we talked about Cher and her boyfriend that she broke up with. Just They, they just broke up. Cher was 76. Shocker. Shocker. Yeah. Shocker. <laughs> Cher is 76. Her boyfriend was 36. Okay. I feel like we've talked about them before on the podcast. I love this relationship personally. We also talked about like, we we talked about just older men, male celebrities with really young women, but I want to just, is it, is it cool if I just kind of riff a little bit on this Christina in real life? Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. So let me just talk a little bit about stats. Um, so 8% of couples in um like western western countries 8% of heterosexual marriages are between two people with a 10 year plus age gap okay so that's only 8% out of 100 like that's a that's a small 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 percentage out of those 8% only 1% are older woman, younger man in a marriage. Okay. 10 plus years, older woman, younger man. Mm-hmm. So I, I've done a ton of research on this because I always get asked about older women, younger men and younger women, mm-hmm. older men and like why it works, why they're attracted to older partners or younger partners, whatever. So let's first talk about the share, um, the share and her ex-partner situation. Um, Share at 76, her ex-partner at 36. So with a lot of women um in this position, um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm pulling up my notes even because I I think it's fascinating. So okay. do. younger, oh, excuse me, older women to younger men. So older women are not prioritizing wealth, status, and resources. They're prioritizing physical attraction, personality, and chemistry. So that's why you see older women with much younger men. They already have the wealth. They already have the status. And they already have the financial resources that they need. So therefore, they're going to prioritize those other elements of physical attractiveness, personality, chemistry. So when women make more money on their own, they, they make money on their own and they're financially stable and self-sufficient, their priorities change. That is beautiful. Um, older men to younger women. So older men are a lot of times attracted to younger women for, you know, uh, the obvious kind of physical reasons of, you know, uh, physical, you know, attractiveness, blah, blah, blah. But also, um, at kind of these evolutionary, um, these kind of evolutionary reasons, um, that I know a lot of people, whatever it is, what it is, get over it. Youth is an indicator of fertility. Um, so they're kind of subconsciously attracted to these younger women and also childbearing. Um, they, when, you know, a younger woman has the illusion that, 
she would be a, a um, more likely to be a childbearer, even though, um, you know, obviously women of all ages can experience, you know, infertility. So youth is not necessarily a direct indicator anymore of higher fertility. Um, also, with the advent of freezing your eggs and, you know, IVF and all of that, um, it just that is that that is kind of uh that's evolving that's evolving a lot um also the it, it's it's fascinating because that also goes hand in hand with botox and fillers and all of this you know all of the cosmetic procedures that women do in order to make themselves appear to be younger um so yeah it's it's so but still like at the heart of it older men to younger women, it's because of those reasons. And then we look at younger women to older men. And why are they attracted to older men? So this is, of course, the reverse of the share scenario. Younger women to older men are attracted to status, wealth, and resources, financial incentive, and that accumulates over age and over a man's age. So it's really fascinating that, that uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's not rocket science here. But what I thought was really cool also is that three-fourths of younger women to older male couples report satisfying romantic partnerships. So this is an incredibly high rate of satisfaction. So these girls are happy with these oldies. <laughs> you know, they're happy. They're happy as clams. You know, they're the, Christina, you always use the the third wife example. You know, the, you, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You always the say. The one who ends up getting all the money and has a little <laughs> chihuahua at the end after the old geezer has passed away and says, I loved him. I would have loved him if he were poor. That's what Father Simon says on his yeah. show on Relevant Radio. I love that. It's such a hilarious truth. I know. It's comedy. But yeah, I mean, so I think it's really fascinating. And then they brought up, I didn't, I wanted to get in. See, that was... Yeah, I was so hard on myself yesterday. I was like, I, I left the interview. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even mention about, you know, any of that stuff. Like I, a little bit, I touched a little bit on it, but it's fine. I'm glad I'm getting it out now. But also then they talked about um, Robert De Niro just had a baby at 79 with a 45. Well, her age is, is unclear. His partner's mm. age is very unclear, but okay. I think she's a, around 45. She appears to be around 45. So actually, I don't think that's that huge of an age difference, even though his oldest child is 50 in his or in, in, in his or her early 50s. So, you know, I neither here nor there. But they asked me about that as well. Like, is it, you know, is it okay that we're cringing at this? And I was like, I mean, it's, you know, it's fair that they're getting a bit of flack. It is. But like, hey, he's pushing 80, more power to him. He's, you know, but it's just different in Hollywood. Like it's different in LA. It's society. It's, we're not. We're, I, to me, this is like it's run of the mill. You know, it's not that huge right. news, right. right? Right. Like, yep. and, and even with and and I think though, and what I also said was that I feel like this. These are obviously extremes, right? Like share seventy six with a thirty six year old, and you know Robert De Niro eighty, you know about to have a kid at eighty. But I or just had a kid at, at, at pushing 80. But I also think like what I said on the on the show was that, you know, we also work with just normal working professionals who are rocking at their careers and, you know, who want who yeah, hire a matchmaker to make things easier. And I wish that our clients in the normal clients would take a little sprinkling of this mindset because we have these normal, these professional clients who are lovely and wonderful and, and they, but their age range is they come in and we're like, what is your ideal age range for a partner? We use that verbiage. What is your ideal age range? Okay. But they come in and they give us this aggressively tiny age range. And then we obviously always say, okay, 
It could be a little, it's going to be close to that, but it could be a little up. Like there could be outliers, but you are self-sabotaging. Yes, you are. If you are cutting off, if you're in your thirties and you're a woman and you want to have children and you're only up to dating a man in his thirties and maybe early forties, girl, stop, stop it, stop it. Okay. Raise your age range. Are you 35? You got to be open. You got to be open to into their mid to late forties. You Mm -hmm. have to be. What do you, what do you No, Stop. Stop yeah. it. And men the men, in- the men that come in and they're like 36. We have one lovely client. He's 36 years old. He doesn't want to have kids. So it doesn't even matter. It's all just physical. It's all physical. Mm. But he refuses to date somebody over the age of 34. Was it Christina? 30 or 33 or 34, whatever. Yeah. Something like we that. We presented him. With the most amazing, beautiful, incredible, perfect match for him, girl. He rejected her because she was one year, one year above his ideal, like diluted, self-sabotaging age range. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why I need weekly Burke Williams massages. <laughs> <laughs> And then they get mad at us because they're not connecting. (laughs) But you're not going to connect. Honey, if you're in your late 30s, you may not connect with a girl who's 21. But you may connect with somebody that's your age. or Just stop with this age madness. If they want children, if they've taken the necessary precautions to make sure that they can have children, if they don't want children, just be open age-wise. Stop it. You're shooting yourself in the foot. Nobody looks their age anymore. I look better now than I did when I was 18. Christina, (laughs) can we confirm that? Can we confirm? Yes, you do. Can I get an amen? Okay. I feel like the whole office is going to like kick me out because I'm screaming right now. But I do. I look better now than I did when I was 18. And like, okay. A lot of women are in that space too. There's Botox. There's fillers, there's lasers, there's not a good even just knowing, knowing how to do your makeup better. It yeah. totally changes things. I know for me yeah. that was the case. Yeah. Well, obvi- also you have, you're just, Christina, you're ageless, ageless by Ramona. But no, you are ageless and you literally are aging backwards, but whatever. We'll move on. Anyway, you guys, I just had to get that off my chest because it's just. Yeah. It's like, take, like, listen, you guys idolize, everybody is idolizing these Hollywood stars. Okay. Take a little, take a little sprinkling of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, come on, share, shares living her best life. Why can't you? Okay. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Okay, So let's go into sister advice. Yes. Mansur's edition this week. Every week we answer a listener's burning question. And every week we give them advice that only your sister would give you. Hey, Christina, this is one for me, but if you can make it anonymous, of course it would be appreciated. Okay. Aw, that's <laughs> precious. Ladies, I've been following you since the start, so keep up the great work. Aw, thank so, you. Thank you. So here's my situation. Been dating this girl for several months now. Yay. And while I really have enjoyed getting to know her and spending time with her, I find myself questioning whether we are right for each other. As a CEO, she has worked incredibly hard to enjoy a luxurious lifestyle, private planes, yachts, expensive vacations, etc. As for myself, these are things, all things I have been open to try, but I really feel it isn't really me. I have brought up that perhaps we may just be better as friends, but she has made it clear that we should continue to keep trying. What do you ladies think? Three question marks. Is this relationship worth working or at, or is it time to go our separate ways? And this is from, that's not what I like. That's not what I like. That's not what I like. That's what I like. He didn't actually write that. He we didn't just create with that. It. We just created that. Christina that and I. Bruno Mars, one of our favorite songs. Yeah. Gold to be shining so, so bright. bright. 
Strawberry shortcake. Lucky for you, that's what I, I think like. you're probably singing the kids' bop like. version, which was that awesome oh. birthday party. I think that's what I was. I was literally singing the kids' bop version of that's what I like. That's adorable. Um, Christina, what are your thoughts on this? I have some pretty, uh, pretty probably controversial opinions on this. Go for it though. They always talk to men. If they're the ones who are trying to end something, it's not a good sign for the relationship. Mm -hmm. And I've had, I've had clients, I've had men who I've been date coaching who have been saying to me, oh, well, it ended with this. They went from one dating one girl and then they found they another girl became single and they went for her and they ended things with the first one. And then the one they started dating ended up ending that with going for some other guy. And then now they're saying, Oh, I want to go back to the first girl. You left her for a reason. You didn't want to be with her. And it's just, you never, no one wants to be second string and no one wants to be broken up with by, I just, in a guy, in a relationship with a man who's not, trying to pursue you and yeah so that doesn't bode well for me and I don't I guess I would say if it's the luxury lifestyle that's the main problem I don't really see that as a huge issue she's paying for it it sounds like but there probably are other things underlying that you may not maybe the luxury lifestyle is what is coming to your forefront which is visible and tactile of this is what I don't really like but I, mm. I ask this our bachelor to look and see if there's other things that these luxury lifestyles might be representing for him of why he wants to be out of the relationship. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of even just seeing it at face value of mm. I I'm just a big believer that lifestyle is a huge deal when it comes to choosing a partner. Um I was date coaching a bachelorette who was with her boyfriend for a while and they were, they just had totally different things that they like to do. Like he, he just, his ideal evening was sitting on the couch with a beer. And for her, she was a social, she was a socialite. She was always out and about having a great time and she loved luxury. And those were, she was also very driven in her work. And it was, she was driven because she enjoyed luxurious things. Whereas, and she enjoyed like, she enjoyed that lifestyle. Whereas her boyfriend, like it just wasn't his thing. He could care less. So I, I, I think that it, 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 uh, well, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's like it, it then, then, then he became resentful of her and he would like, he just was being nasty to her when she would want to do things or go fabulous places. And it, he just didn't, that wasn't something that he wanted to do. So, it, I mean, it was that plus a litany of other issues. So that was not the only, that was not the only thing, but again, it is, I think it's a, I think it's something, I think it's a big thing. Yeah. And also like, you know, there are a lot of, there are people that enjoy those things and there are men that enjoy those things. And I think it's kind of giving her, you know, if you're thinking of ending it, if this would be the reason why you end it, like what Christina's saying, obviously your feelings are not there. Like if yeah. this is something that right. you're like, oh, I don't know. Like, what do you think? Like, is it worth working or is it time to go our separate ways? And you've already shared that you don't even know if they're you're right for each other. So just yeah. let her go. Like, because if, if it's a situation where you are just so in love with this woman and you're like, you know what? She loves the luxury stuff. I can, I can do it. I can do it. I can handle it. It's fine. I right, support right. that. That's a different story, but obviously something is, something's not there. Something's not aligning. If this would be the reason why you break up with a woman, break up with her. Like if, if you're even considering it because of this and you also, the fact that you like voice that and she still wants to continue trying, I just, 
I, it's time to go your separate ways. I a hundred percent, I think that your heart, something is not aligning and this is a great, this is an out for you um, internally that you're giving yourself. Um, but I also do think that, yeah, lifestyle is important and, you know, she'll in the beginning, it's okay. But then they ultimately, there's like this resent, this resentment that kind of can kick in and it's not fun. And so if you're already just, if you're already thinking like, oh, this is an issue, um, I don't know. It's just, yeah. And you don't want to also, you don't want to go bankrupt trying to keep up with a lifestyle that is not in your, in, that's not in the cards for you. No. And that you don't even no. enjoy because, you know, like, no. Right. Because even if you're not funding the the jet trips, et cetera, if you're on an expensive vacation, she's not probably not the only one paying for things. And if she is, that's also a huge issue because you're going to be in your feminine energy. Yeah. Like you need to be with a woman. Yeah. You need to be with a woman that you can show her the world, that you can bring her to do things that, and it doesn't have to be bringing her on private planes. It could be bringing her to your favorite hike if that's your vibe. But that's also why it's, it's important to be with somebody that's equally yoked. And I'm not saying that it's better or worse to like, you know what I mean? I'm not saying like, oh, be equally yoked and it's better. You're a better person if you're going on private planes and doing five-star vacations. I mean, that's just not your vibe. You're, you want to be equally yoked with somebody that when you, if your idea of an amazing time is going camping, then great. You need to be with somebody that's going to appreciate that. Um, that you can lead, that you can book the things, that you can be in that masculine energy. Because if yeah. it's her booking everything, she's going to be in her masculine energy. And that's not fun for any woman, especially a CEO. Most CEO women, they don't want to be in their masculine. They want to be in their feminine energy. They want a man that's going to be planning, booking, like that. They they, they want that. They, they, they She seems like she likes to do that stuff though, Alessandra. Christina, yes, she likes to do it because she's never had a guy do it for her. Yeah. Believe me, the second a guy starts doing that stuff, it's it it it's a it's a game changer. Yeah. So she'd be better paired with someone. Yeah. Do it for her. Let her set her free. Set her free. Let her find somebody that is on a on that in that wavelength. And you can be Mm -hmm. with somebody that's in a wavelength. Like I said, I'm not saying. It's, one is better than the other. It's no, just, I'm just yeah. saying it's a preference. It's a lifestyle preference. Um, yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you, listener, for this wonderful question. And we hope this helps. We're going to move on to We Couldn't Help But Wonder. As sisters, we grew up watching Sex in the City. Now, as personal matchmakers in 2023, we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In this segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder Episode by episode through today's lens. This is season five, episode five. Plus one is the loneliest number. Okay. So what Carrie couldn't help but wonder, why do we let the one thing we don't have affect all the things we do have? Why does one minus a plus one feel like it adds up to a zero? So this is the episode where um, Samantha is um, Samantha and Anthony, um, who's the gay best friend, um, one of the gay best friends, are doing um, Carrie's book presentation party, and Carrie also meets Jack Berger, my least favorite of mm-hmm. Carrie's um, partners throughout the seasons. They totally hit it off. They have a lovely day together. So they basically go on this like pseudo date. Um, but then, and she's like, Oh, she's like in this lovely energy and she invites him to her book party as her plus one. But then he declines because he reveals that his girlfriend's family is visiting burger. Oh, disgusting. Disgusting. I, I can't stand that. Anyway, when guys do that, I know just like you need to say men, just quick aside, if you're in a relationship and you meet a single woman within the first sentence, you need to mention your girlfriend. Okay. Unless if you want to break up with your girlfriend, then don't mention her and then break up with your girlfriend immediately. But if you know, like mention your girlfriend, like I can't, I I can't stand burger. He's such a beta male, like just blah. Anyway. 
Miranda then, um, Miranda had had this kind of hookup guy, um, and she, then they are intimate, but then Brady, her new baby is like cries and then he runs away. So she realizes that she can't have casual sex anymore. Oh, shocker. When you have a baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Charlotte is finally ready for a real relationship against Art. That's not a judgmental. It's not judgmental. It's just, you know, you have a child screaming in the next room. Probably not the best idea to have a random guy that you used to hook up with coming over. Um, Charlotte is finally ready for a real relationship again. Um, and then exactly, she has the perfect suitor, Justin Anderson the third, of course. But then Bunny, um, who is Trey's mother, um, so her ex-husband's mother, like comes storming in the apartment and just uh, is uh, says that the apartment is hers because um, Trey gives Charlotte the apartment in the divorce. Um, and then yeah, the guy runs away. And then, um, yeah, and then then Samantha, this is also Samantha gets that that classic chemical peel. Oh, that was such an iconic chemical peel. Um, and it basically like burns off her skin. And um, yeah, and then oh, Enid, yeah, Enid the the publisher thing. Okay. Oh, I oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so basically, yeah, it's this kind of random second story we don't have to talk about. Then Stanford brings his stunningly gorgeous boyfriend Marcus and dateless Anthony is green with envy. Um so anyway, this is the episode. So, but I think that this concept, Christina, of like focusing in on the one, the one thing you, negative thing, everything else, you've gotten so many blessings. And then it's that one thing that just takes over your mind. Why is that? Like, and that's so prevalent still. I know, 100%. And I, hear, I know that our brains have a negativity bias, especially women. I would say. So that is something that our, we have to fight against. But I also think that we're also troubleshooters and problem solvers. And if something is unsettling us, we won't be at peace until that thing that needs to be settled is settled in some way. So I don't think it's that terrible a thing. And it also might motivate, I guess, if you don't have a plus one and it just feels really bad then get a matchmaker and work <laughs> on your dating life. That's a motivation. Yeah. Use, you always say frustration breeds, breeds motivation. motivation. That might be the reason why this negative stuff ends up taking over so we can fix it and then get to a better place. Yeah. And I also have learned for me something that's really amazing to do with my brain, um, I plant a non-problem and then allow my brain to obsess over that non-problem. Mm. That's kind of a problem. So like my non-problem is when am I going to book my massage? What night, what day, what like that it t- is my mm. non-problem that then I can, then I can obsess over or, oh my gosh, what am I going to wear to Julia's wedding? Like, or what am I going to wear? And so then my brain can obsess over, oh my gosh, but what if I wear this color and this dress? Oh, but is that going to be too revealing or is that going to be too this? And oh, what this, blah, blah, blah. and what about this? Okay. Well, if I book my massage, on this day, will this be a problem? And da, 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 da. so anyway, I have learned for me that that's been a really helpful tool in just giving my brain a different, just something else to kind of obsess over. Um, but yeah, but I also think that yeah, it's this is so real, and um, this is very very real. That yeah, it's and it also it's 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 not having a plus one is a bummer. Like it just is, it you is. know, it is. it is. But I also think that you can see it as an opportunity. And I think a lot of times for weddings or like a lot of times that the one place you would, you know, be able to have a plus one or not is at a wedding. And I think that if you can see it as a positive, like it's, it's actually, if you're a single woman and you don't have a plus one, this is an amazing opportunity for you to meet like great guys, because one of the best places to meet single men is at weddings and literally say, say to the bride, Hey girl, put me at the singles table. Like put me next to any of your husband's single coworkers and then just make it a night like that. Like just enjoy that. But 
All that to say, anything else to add, Christina? Should we move on to catching up with the Contis? Yeah. Yeah. I think we should. Yeah. Okay. So, Christina, catch us up with you. Oh, gosh, Alessandra, I don't think really there is much to catch up <laughs> with me. Just busy with yeah. the two little ones. But I know you have tons, and I need to go because I need to go. So, okay. I will Bye, let Christina. You Awesome. I will, I will catch you guys up with me, Christina. Thank Thank you you. for being on the podcast today and we'll talk to you soon. One 30 seconds more with me just to tell you guys what I've been up to. Um, so I, as I told you guys was on the morning show for the Australian morning show, which is so exciting. I'll be posting that on my Instagram. I also was very recently on the Heartland Ray, um, podcast, which is, um, which was so much fun. Um, it was, uh, excuse my friend with heart Heartland Ray. There are these two adorable, uh, best friends. They are, um, under at heart Lynn Ray, H E A R T L Y N R A E on Instagram. And also they have a huge, 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 uh, TikTok following, but I believe that they just posted our, um, our podcast or maybe not. I, maybe not. I, I I have to see, but anyway, that will be popping out soon and I will definitely be posting that as well. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm so excited to continue the, I'm like, I'm so excited to continue the rest of the week, but I am. Um, I also went to this amazing, amazing event. It was for Queen Charlotte, um, at Netflix, um, so one of my girlfriends, Rebecca, who is, I've talked about her on the podcast before because she's just been incredible. She's a great friend, and I did her podcast um, as well. Um, and if you guys, oh gosh, now let me let me find her podcast as well. Um, but her name is Rebecca Doyle, and yeah, she has um, the the podcast is called No Set Path. Um, so if you want even more content as well, you can listen to that podcast, No Set Path Show. Um, and it's at no set path show on Instagram as well. Um, but anyway, she invited me to, yes, this Queen Charlotte event at Phi C23, which I think is like, it's for like industry people. So we got to meet the cast. We, um, heard them speak on a panel and we did like the whole red carpet and they told us to dress up in like Queen Charlotte slash Bridgerton attire. And that was like the best time ever. I also went to the Barbie pop-up exhibit in Santa Monica. So if you guys are in, um, if you're based in LA, I highly recommend it. So much fun. Um, We all wore wigs and it was just like the best time ever. So highly recommend those fun things. Um, but anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry about the um, few little, few little, we had a few little visitor, a vi- small visitor today, but he's always welcome on the podcast um, and sending you guys so much love and the biggest hug ever. And we will talk to you all real soon. We will try to be more regular with episodes um, as Christina uh, stabilizes with Uh, her new little little bundle of joy okay guys talk to you soon